Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Welcome back to Right on Track. I am so excited because joining me today is one of my best friends. Please welcome Jess Minetchi. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How's it going? Great. How's it going for you? Pretty good. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. I'm so excited you're here because we're going to be talking all about listening to music and all that goes into loving music as a listener. But before we get into this, can you share with everyone a little about yourself? Yeah, sure. So Demi and I actually met when we were in undergrad together. And um, now I'm uh, finishing the grad program that Demi was in. So I'm uh, studying writing popular fiction. I'm getting my master's degree and I'm writing my novel. And I also work in the communications field and I'm also visually impaired. So music is one of my favorite things because I love to listen to things like my ears are my eyes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited you're here. To kick things off, can you read a great quote by Robert Fripp? Sure. Music is the wine that fills the cup of silence. I love this. Why did you pick this one? I picked this quote because it really spoke to me. Um, Like I said, I'm visually impaired and I just, I don't like quiet. Like, I like quiet when I'm concentrating or trying to write something, but when I'm just hanging out by myself... I need sound around me, and music fills that silence, but the fact that he mentions wine shows that music is beautiful, and music can be beautiful, especially with a great voice and a great melody and some great uh, instruments. Music is wine, and it's so beautiful, and as a listener, I love the stories that go into songs, but I also love the beauty of just listening to a song. I love that so much. I really like this quote as well because it's talking about filling the silence and honestly music is the beautiful thing that takes silence and makes it beautiful because I think too like when you're listening to music there are pauses, there are moments of silence in songs and I think that can be very impactful and that paired with a beautiful melody and lyrics and instrumentation and all the things that make a song paired with those moments that pretty much allow you to take it in and reflect and kind of be in that moment. It kind of paints this beautiful picture and I love it. So let's just talk a little about why we love music so much. So just on a personal level, why is music so special to you? Music is special to me because... There are a lot of songs that you can relate to uh, as a human being, and sometimes music talks about complex concepts that it's hard to speak about normally, but when you sing a song, it adds a layer of meaning to it that you couldn't otherwise add if you just talked about something. I completely agree. I think that music as an art form can evoke emotion and I think that's the most special thing about music if you would just print out the lyrics to a song and read them aloud to somebody or just out loud to yourself 
maybe you'll feel something from that, but I think nothing compares to experiencing a songwriter's or an artist's story through listening and being in that moment with them. Because I think the coolest thing is like, as a songwriter, I'm writing songs from certain moments and situations in my life, but even though I'm not in that moment anymore, it's captured in a song. And so when I listen to it, when others listen to it, and even when I listen to other songs, it's kind of like a moment in time that's frozen in however long the song is, and that can be experienced forever, basically. And so I think that's awesome. I agree. And I feel like... um like you're saying, it's it's a moment frozen in time, but it also evokes memories. So even if it's even if you're listening to a song and it's not like I'm not singing, you know, it's not my words, but I'm listening to someone else's, I can see their situation and I can relate it to mine. So um, one of my best friends, Allie, she'll just send me songs. And she'll be like, this reminds me of my past relationship. <laughs> I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it does, girl. Like, it totally does. And I'm like... And then I, like, guess which guy she's talking about because <laughs> um, she's had, like, maybe three steady boyfriends. And I'm like, okay, so out of the three, this is who you're talking about. <laughs> um, and so, like, it definitely evokes emotion. But it's just kind of like when you're sad or angry or happy, you turn on music. Like, that's my automatic response. Like, if I'm happy and I'm going down the road, like, and I'm driving, maybe doing a road trip. Well, I'm not driving, obviously, but someone else is driving and we're going on a road trip. It's like, we need a happy song to go with this. We need a happy song about summer. Um, we need a Christmas song to make us feel warm and fuzzy uh, around the holidays. So it's just like an automatic reflex of mine. It's like, okay, I'm feeling something. I'm going to turn on a song because I know that someone else has felt that way. And it just makes you feel more connected as a human. You're like, okay, someone else has gone through this crap. Someone else has experienced this emotion. And so you kind of pick the artist that relates most to you and you just religiously follow them. Wow, okay. You talked about so many things I want to dive deeper into. So the first thing is the memories. And I love this so much because at Seen Hill, when I was in the music therapy program, we had a whole class on music and psychology. And one of the exercises we did is our professor played a song and she had us write down either a specific memory that came to mind or an image. And it was so interesting because like everybody in the class came up with something different. And that's just so cool how like, I think like songs, because they have so much meaning to them, they have the ability to be associated with moments in our lives. And so there's so many songs that I think of and like listen to, especially throwbacks. Like when I listen to a song I loved in like high school, like I get taken back to a very specific moment. And I think that's really cool because it's different for everybody. And that kind of extends into the other thing you were talking about with, you know, relating to an artist and feeling something. These songs are individual songs and stand on their own from the artist's point of view but once it's out into the world every person has their own personal connection or emotions or situations tied to that song and so it has the ability to make them feel different things so for example like you might turn to a song to make you feel happy or get you in a good mood but that song could bring sad emotions for somebody if that song was connected to somebody in their life that they don't speak to anymore. So it's so cool how songs can have different associations for everybody. 
Yeah, and you're just bringing up all these songs that I think of with associated with memories. So um, the song Shut Up and Dance With Me, that was what I danced to at my prom. Um, we also danced to Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Um, Miss Me More reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. because um, <laughs> Kelsey Ballerini is talking about, like, what does she miss more, the guy or the stuff that he was controlling and prevented her from doing, like turning on her records and wearing her high heels? Like, and it just reminds me of, okay, yeah, my ex-boyfriend was kind of controlling too. Um, and so that's like a big memory. Um, trying to think, okay, so I'm going to butcher the name of this song. It's on Taylor's title album because Taylor Swift, all of her songs have memories. <laughs> um, but on Taylor's, on Taylor's title album, she talks about, I think it's called A Place in This World. And she talks about, you know, being alone on her own, trying to find a place in this world. And I just have a very vivid memory of like riding the bus to school and I had my iPod shuffle. Like that's how old we are, guys. An iPod shuffle. (laughs) And like, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I am kind of alone. Like I you know, like I was kind of a loner back then. I was like, I am kind of alone and I am trying to figure things out. And I was like, thank you for like being there with me, you know? Um, and like fearless is one of my favorite songs verse too. And, um, I remember listening to it at, uh, my first Taylor Swift concert was her fearless tour and, and we were in Chicago and, uh, uh, Taylor Lautner was actually there cause he was dating her at the time. And, uh, she like came out during love story and I think she hugged him and the crowd was like going crazy. And so like I have like all of these memories of like Taylor Swift songs. And they're just they're just my favorite, honestly. Um and uh my other favorite older one is Change, where she's talking about like being the change and stuff like that. And every at every point in my life you can relate to that song. It's like, okay, you're maybe you're changing your major, but you're doing this for the better. Like you're helping yourself and you're helping the little man in some way with something that you're doing, whether you're helping them, whether you are like writing a book that relates to them. And so like all of her songs have something attached uh, to me. And so it's just like, we were talking about, about favorite artists. Like that definitely is one. Um, and similar to Change is Legends by Kelsey Ballerini. Um, so so you can see a pattern. <laughs> you can see my pattern. <laughs> I love female artists. <laughs> That's my pattern. No, for sure. I definitely connect to female artists more as well. And I loved all of your songs that bring back memories. I have so many as well. And I really like how you mentioned like seeing Taylor in concert because I feel like I've been to so many concerts where as soon as I hear a song that I went to that artist concert, I remember, like, that moment of being in the arena or the stadium listening. Concerts are my favorite. And I think that's another side of being a listener that we can talk more about is, like, we listen to these songs, we listen to the studio recordings on repeat, our favorite artists, like Taylor and Kelsey. But when you actually get to see one of your favorite artists in concert and hear their songs live, I can't tell you how many times I've cried, like, or just, like, started screaming the lyrics at the top of my lungs and dancing around and having the best time with thousands of other people who love the music and are there for that reason. It's just the best feeling. I've been to so many. I would have to say some of my favorite concerts, definitely Taylor's Reputation Tour, I would have to say Sean's self-titled tour in 2019, 
And um, I also loved the Maroon 5 tour, Red Pill Blues tour, because Julia Michaels opened, and that's when I met her. And I didn't notice how many bops Maroon 5 had until I went. Like, I mainly went for Julia, but I loved Maroon 5 ever since, like, middle school. And when they played every single one of their hits, I was like, oh, my God, this is one of the best concerts ever. Yeah, it's also funny how, like, songs remind you of um, memories, but they also remind you of just a person in general. So, like, my brother was a, is a huge Maroon 5 fan. Like, he loves Adam Levine. And um, it's, it's um, like, he used to listen to, uh, oh, my God, what's that song? Uh, oh, my God, I'm going to butcher it. Please don't say Payphone. That's the one that was so overplayed. No, 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 no. <laughs> the one where he's talking about, like, her... He's like in the rain. Oh, 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 shoot. Oh, wait, wait. She will be loved. Yes. I love that you. song. I love that song. He played that song so many times in the shower. <laughs> like, I, my brother, my brother, I associate with Fall Out Boy, Green Day, Maroon 5, and Eminem. Because <laughs> like, when we were in high school, like, he had his own bathroom in our house because, um, he sprayed too much Axe cologne. My sister and I were not going <laughs> to share with him. Like, and so he'd always be in the shower listening to stuff. And, like, my dad would, like, make him turn off his M&M. So he'd just turn on Maroon 5 instead. And because uh, my dad hates rap. And, uh, like, I just love Maroon 5. And I just have, like, that memory, too, of him just, like, singing along. And that song, like, um, the one that you just said. <laughs> she will be loved. Oh, she will be loved my brain today um yeah she will be loved it's so funny too like how you can't remember the title of the song that's the other thing about songs you can't remember the title of the song but you know so many people who've listened to it that they're just like oh yeah yeah I know that song I know that song and then they just like come up with so that's also how you how music just like brings people together and it's so universal and like when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pop star. Like, I wanted to be Hannah Montana. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be like Hannah Montana, live a double life, because I, like, wanted that feeling of singing on stage and, like, hearing the crowd sing the words back to you. Um, and it's just so beautiful. So it's – so basically, you know, songs remind you of memories. They remind you of people. They remind you of situations. Um they just remind like some songs too, like switching gears, like all, a lot of songs have lessons in them. And that's why I'm a huge country music fan. Like in case you guys couldn't tell, I'm a huge pop person and I love country music. Um, and like a lot of songs have really good lessons in them, I think. And I think that's why like, I love country music. Um, and Okay, this is so, I totally, I'm scattered today, but I was just thinking about, I love Maren Morris, and I was thinking about, she in one of her songs, she goes, she goes what's your time machine, uh, yeah, Springsteen yeah, yeah. or Teenage uh-huh. Dream, and so, like, that's your time machine, Yeah, that's what your, um, you know, my time machine is Teenage Dream, like, I remember having that album on yeah. my boombox, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so, yeah, but it's, music is, like, the memories, and then, um, situations and people and all what was the things. last thing I said yeah all of the things and just like I love Marin Morris and it just it's also cool too because not only do you go to concerts and you have that like great feeling when artists like sing your song but it, you also feel so connected to them now with social media like that's why I love how artists have social media because you're like oh my god like someone had a baby like you know um someone got married and you just you're so connected to them like 
I religiously follow Thomas Rhett. <laughs> like, I love Thomas Rhett. Um, and, like, um, but less, yeah, I was going back to the, my whole lessons thing in stories. So there's a Thomas Rhett song where he talks about, like, his life and how him and his wife met. And then they uh, couldn't have a baby, so they're about to adopt. And as soon as they're about to adopt, she got pregnant. And so now they have two girls. Like, there's that song. So there's the story. And there's the lessons, like... Um, Kenny Chesney's song, There Goes My Life. I grew up on 90s country. <laughs> so to me, is like a country transplant that she just started. And so I'm sending her 90s country song, and she's just like, no. <laughs> but the Kenny Chesney song talks about how he wanted to, like, go to the coast, go to the West Coast. But then he got married and his wife got pregnant. And so he had to change his path. And he's like, there goes my life. Like, it's all gone. Like, this is going to suck. Then he has this girl and she's his whole world. And then he goes, she at the end is going to college and she's headed off to the West Coast. And so it says, like, there goes my life. Like, she's my life now. And now she's gone. And she's fulfilling the dream that I had. And so you learn from that, like, adult situations happen, but you learn a good lesson, maybe something's not meant to be, and that's how it goes. Uh, So yeah, I'm sorry I'm scattered today, but as a listener, that's kind of how your brain is when you listen to a song, because you (laughs) love it so much. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my god, this reminds me of this, or this reminds me of that. Um, And so it's just a beautiful thing. Stop me if I'm rambling. (laughs) No, you're perfect, yeah. No, I think, like, I love how you brought up the lessons and the storytelling because I think that's what I'm trying to do so much in my new music as you know I think like the songs that have the most wide universal impact are the ones that speak about such real things and like there's so many love songs there's so many heartbreak songs there's so many like super fun summer songs like all those are out there but I think the cool thing is like either as, like, a songwriter or just listeners finding music that are about things that people either don't talk about a lot in songs or aren't really as open to talking about. Because that's what I think is, like, there are certain topics that I don't feel comfortable just talking about, like, straight up talking. But there are so many songs that tackle difficult things and hard realities and important things that people should know even if they don't want to hear them and I think songs are a great way to do that because we have the musical aspect and the song art format kind of masking it a little bit but when you actually sit down and listen to a song and read the lyrics and take in what it's saying it can really send a message and make change and I think that's the beautiful thing about music It has the ability to change people and change people's perspectives, not only bring people together like you were talking about before, but like actually change someone's mindset on something and maybe make them think about something and put themselves in someone else's shoes. So I think that's really important. And that's something I'm always trying to do as a songwriter. And I've definitely noticed that my favorite songs are definitely leading more country now. Um, I still have some favorite pop songs, but all of them talk about something that I can personally relate to and have a message that I think is important. And so I think that's really important. Yeah, I I agree. Um, And that's why a couple months ago, I sent you a Brad Paisley song called This Is Country Music, because he literally talks about in that song, like, 
we talk about the hard things, the universal things. Like we talk about um, cancer. He said, cancer is not a dirty word. Like we, we talk about cancer. We talk about, um, you know, the hardships in life. And uh, there's um, one country song that talks about, uh, you know, a wife is, ha- is uh, making a barbecue for her husband who's coming in from the military. And the song literally starts where, this gentleman comes to her door and says, you know, he's no longer with us. And so the song is not a sad song. It's almost like a celebration of the the gentleman's life. So they talk about how they're all in a small town and this, this guy has, uh, who owns the bar gives everybody free drinks that day and they just celebrate the person's life. Um, now I'm sorry, I can't remember if it was her son or her husband, but, um, you know, preparing for that person to come home. And so they deal with hard topics and they uh, convey emotions that, you, like we were saying, that you could not say. So Ingrid Andres just released a new song called Blue. And so she's good. Talking about the, yeah, I was listening to it on repeat yesterday. She was talking <laughs> about the blue of this guy's eyes and like she didn't know what blue was until she saw them. And so you really dig deep into people's psyches and um, – some songs are just so like powerful and sometimes when people just focus on the beat they don't realize what that song is saying um so there's that aspect to it but there's also like you said the universe universe universality we'll just call that a word I know that's what um, I say I don't even know if it's a word (laughs) about the songs and so what I love about Denise songs I'm gonna do like a little self-promo for you is that like you do deal with the hard topic. So y'all go listen to Afterthought it's out now. <laughs> but we're by the time we're recording this episode, Afterthought came out for us yesterday. Um, and she's talking about like, you don't have time for me. I don't have time for you. Like, you know, if you're going to treat me like crap, I'm just going to just leave you, leave you high and dry. And it's so true because we don't have time to deal with people that are rude to you. Um, you know, we don't have time for that. And it's, and it's and the song is pop, all right. But it it reminds me of country because country music talks about that. They're like, okay, you 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 suck. We're we're moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like uh, Miranda Lambert's song "Mama's Broken Heart," where she's like, I cut my bangs with some rusty kitchen scissors. I screamed his name till the neighbors called the cops. And like the mom basically comes up and she's like, listen, you can't act like a child. Like he's done with you move on like like I I don't want to deal with this like put yourself back together um and uh so that's all universal and the life lessons that you have there and um I'm excited for some of Demi's new stuff because she does talk about universal things that aren't always mentioned a lot um and I think that that's super important to add another layer to music and to just listen just listening to the song not like hanging out in the shower like sort of hearing the lyrics (laughs) like actually sitting down to like listen to a song it also helps you meditate a little bit and like calms you down like so many friends who are depressed are just like like what are your coping mechanisms and my friends are just like music 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 yeah no I really like how you brought that up too I think like Every time I'm going through rough stuff, like, I always listen to music or I'll just pick up my guitar and, like, pluck away at it or play on my piano. I think, like, music is such a great thing to turn to. Like, there's so many terrible 
avenues that you can go down when you're feeling anxious or depressed or something. But I think music is such a healthy way of dealing with things because you can find songs that are about things that you're going through. It's almost like that artist is speaking something that you're not able to fully comprehend or say yourself. They're the voice for you and they're the ones making you feel like you're not alone. And so there are definitely those songs as well as a listener. It's not always the, oh, fun, let's go to a concert. Let's blast this. Let's do all those things. Sometimes it's just about having those personal moments. And that's where like beautiful things come from. It's like that song was almost like a shoulder to cry on or your best friend during a hard time. And like for the years to come, that song will always hold a special place in your heart because it was there for you. Yeah, that's why... um people were ranting and raving about the 10 minute all too well version because they could relate to it like I think Taylor Swift was I think she was on the tonight show I watched an interview where um they asked her like what's her favorite new song coming out on the the like revised let's call it revised red album and she's like well the 10 minute all too well because it related to me and I didn't think anyone would want to listen to a song that's 10 minutes but if you think about songs that were like made in the 80s like bohemian rhapsody is a really really long song so it's just like it's just like you know if you're feeling that and you deeply feel something like it doesn't matter the length of the song that's also true too because like demi will sometimes send me like her music so i'm like a giddy child in a candy store i'm like oh my god what did you make for me um, <laughs> and, and she's like well what did you think and i'm like well maybe this song is too long or maybe this is and and, she, and i'm like but then i text her i'm like this is not long enough i want more of this so it's just kind of funny how, like, as a listener, too, if you love something so much, you don't care how long the song is. And I just, I realized that recently, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, this could go on forever, and I'd be fine. Um, there was a contestant on America's Got Talent, and she had cancer, and she recently passed away. Her name was Nightbird. Um, well, her real name was Jane, but her performance name was Nightbird, and she for her America's Got Talent auditions, she uh, did an original song called It's Okay. And it was talking about, like, the last, like, the one year of her life where she was really struggling. And it's like, yeah, she has cancer. Yeah, she has this. But she's okay. She'll be okay. And, 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 and it's about really picking yourself up. And so a lot of people really related to her. And, um, you know, it's just who who speaks to you. Um, and... <laughs> Thomas Rhett song like what's your country song like what's your favorite what speaks to you um so yeah it's just a whole beautiful thing I love music yeah for sure I think it's so important how you brought up like what speaks to you personally because every artist has a fan base no matter what genre no matter what they write about and I think music and art in general you know, as well with the books thing, like, it's so subjective. Some people will like it, some people won't. And I think as a listener, like, we all have our different preferences. You and I like pop and country. Um, somebody else may like rap or rock or whatever. But I think, like, based on our own personalities and our interests and our backgrounds, we all gravitate to things that speak to us. And so I think it's really cool as a listener to really notice what you like because I think it can show so much about you like the songs that you relate to and the messages that you can see yourself in when you really take a step back and like reflect on 
the music that you're listening to and why I've learned so much about myself just from doing that and I think that's awesome because then when you meet other people who like the same kind of music or have the same favorite song that's something you have in common from the music standpoint but if that song spoke to both of you then it's special for a reason and I think that's really cool Ooh, that's really interesting I I did not think about that I was just telling to me before we uh, went on that like I have a lot of songs that are on my like playlist on Spotify and it keeps circling back to 90s stuff, which I love to listen to, but I don't like to listen to that all the time. So I'm like, I'm creating a 2022 favorites playlist and I'm just sitting here after she said this going, what does this say about, so now I got to go listen to my favorites playlist <laughs> and think about this. Like, it's kind of funny. So like, okay. So for example, like the, um, I love Connor Smith listen to his take it take it slow song you will not regret it I have had it on repeat for like a month and like and I was like okay so what does this say about me it says that like I like relationships that take it slow you know that aren't like the fast-paced ones where it's like oh let's hang out and let's watch the sunset like let's take it slow or like the song where did all the cowboys go that's also on my favorites playlist if you haven't heard of Abby Anderson she's awesome and she's just talking about like where did all the gentlemen go? Like, where's the guy who will just come to your door and, like, pick you up? Like, why Why are, you know, people today such, such jerks where they just, like, come to your – like, it reminds me of people coming to your door and just, like, honking instead of, like, going to your door. So she's like, like, where did all the cowboys go? Like, where did all the gentlemen, like, go? And it's, like, it's so true. It's like, okay, that shows you what you want in a relationship. And then it shows you, like – what your instrument preferences are. Like I listen a lot to songs that are just stripped guitar because I like to hear the artist's voice because I feel like I can relate to them more if I hear their voice instead of like all this background stuff. And so it's like, okay, you relate to a person's raw, vulnerable energy. And it shows that you are a vulnerable person too. So like, these are all the things that are going through my brain, like yeah, from what you just said. And it's so true. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Completely. Yeah, guys, Jess is always telling me, keep it a piano ballad, keep it with just Luke's guitar, don't add anything else. <laughs> well, okay, I mean, listen, like, find love is a gem. Like, it's just, it's guitar, like, it's pretty, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, I, I'm not a fan of, like, a lot of pop today, like, there are certain pop artists that I, that I like today, but there are, like, a lot of them that I don't, and it's just because, like, they're, their songs might not have good messages or it just might be straight up instrumentation and clicks. And I'm just like, <laughs> but where's the music? Like yeah. music to me is a melody with beautiful lyrics and a beautiful opening. I can't tell you how many times I've gone through my release radar, listened to like the first 10 seconds of a song and skipped because I didn't like the way the, in the instrumentation yeah. started. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think it's all about the lyrics and what the songs are saying. I think this is a great point to wrap down on. I think me personally, though, I am rooted in pop and bringing some country in. My main thing is storytelling and what the lyrics are saying. If the song's more produced, that's fine, but it's all about the messages. And I do agree that there's some songs that aren't as deep with the messages and focus a lot on the instrumentation and the production, but I always write my songs melody and lyrics before I even touch a guitar or touch my piano and so I think the focus is on as a listener the songs that speak to you and what speaks to you is the lyrics not you know a full-blown production unless that's your kind of thing but for you and I we really love songs that we can relate to messages that are important and meaningful to us and so 
Yeah, it was awesome having you on. Are there any final things that you want to share about being a listener of music before we wrap up? I think if any artists are listening, I would just like to say thank you for making music. Uh, you too to me. Like, thank you for making music, putting your thoughts into the world and adding to, um, you know, this generation of listeners because you truly relate to us and we relate to you and it's just, I couldn't live my life without music. And so the fact that, you know, it's still popular so many years later, like if you think of the one thing in the world that hasn't changed, it's the fact that people still love music. Like music may look different to us now. Like it was on records before than CDs and tapes and stuff. And now it's digital, but like people are always listening. People still love music and it's just like the one thing that's the one industry like you'll still make money on it like even if your song is similar to someone else's song people might like your version better um and uh yeah so also if kelsey ballerini ever listens to this song this podcast (laughs) (laughs) podcast like listen to the muse homecoming (laughs) because i don't know like i really like it she added a bridge and um yeah just artists thank you uh we really relate to you more if you write your own music. I feel like that's why I love Taylor Swift so much because she writes her own music. Um, and just, like, thank you for, like, being you and for just putting your yourself into the world because that's super important and listeners appreciate you. Awesome. That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Jess. It was lovely having you on. So this is the part where I have songwriters and artists and industry people plug their music and social media, but is there anything you'd like to share? <laughs> Um, I mean, I post about books on social media. <laughs> my my social media is quite literally like, possibly like maybe what I'm reading or maybe like a family event that I've gone to, and I'm gonna be working on like talking more about books on Instagram and TikTok. So, uh, if you guys like books, yeah. you can follow me on Instagram at Jessica underscore Minecci. M-I-N-N-E-C-I, and then just at Jessica Minecci on TikTok. I'm like, as an as an aspiring author, I'm going to start and try to add more bookish content, like book reviews and videos and stuff. So if you like books, follow me. If you don't like books, don't follow me. Because <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like a spam post. It's like, did you read this? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you like books you know, definitely check me out and check out to me on Spotify. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, it was awesome having you on for such a great conversation. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jess Benetti. And of course, until next time, stay, stay right, right on track. track.